the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. Smooth like butter, sweet like honey. Looks so good like she made of money. She's blonde, five foot two, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Friday night. I know. I can taste it. (laughs) I can taste the weekends, baby, because it is here. So glad to have you guys share this Friday night with me on tonight's Andrea K show. Got so much to cover with you guys tonight. Here uh, all evening, pretty much 6 to 8 p.m. here on The Answer San Diego, streaming live on TheAnswerSanDiego.com. We are streaming live on the Facebook page of The Answer San Diego, and the phones are open for you, 888-344-1170. Are y'all scared of this thing called the monkeypox? All of a sudden, out of nowhere, we got this monkeypox upon us, right? Do we have a pandemic? Upon us, that's looking a little bit like maybe an orangutan, maybe a chimpanzee. I don't know much about monkeys, but I do kind of smell a little bit something stinky here and a little bit of a mixed metaphor there. But yeah, breaking news happening with this uh, monkey pox. All of a sudden, we got to share with you the breaking news on that. And um, was Hillary Clinton fingered in court today with this Sussman trial? Interesting development as a witness reportedly might have tried to throw Hillary under the bus. But is it really just providing more cover for Hillary Clinton? Very interesting developments coming out of the Durham investigation trial against Michael Sussman. Got to share that with you guys as well. Got updated news regarding the economy. Is there some economic relief on its way on a plane coming to the United States tonight? We'll give you those details as well. Friday means Bob Walters will be here, hopefully with some great news of what's happening in the schools, because couldn't we use some good news on this Friday night? And it has seemed lately that what with the public awareness and the pushback from parents that we've actually started to see more and more good news coming. So hopefully he's going to have good news to share with you guys all on that and that's just an hour one of tonight's Andrea K. Show, 888-344-1170. The man is with me every night of the week, whether we're rolling into a weekend or not. It's DJ Potato Skins. This is about a gentleman whose heart is so big. DJ Potato Skins. His uh, approach is so authentic that it's undeniable. It's also undeniable. There's a lot of stink going on right now with uh, monkeys, and I don't know who you're talking about. Well, (laughs) um, and by the way, I ain't bashing on monkeys. Like when I go to the zoo, when I go to the zoo, I love going to, um, well, different, different zoos have different names for the primate section or the monkey house or, you know, whatever. That's like my favorite exhibit to go to or one of my favorites. Um, so I, I love all things monkey, uh, by the way. So I'm not exactly sure how this thing got, uh, named the monkey pox. I do know though that what anytime we see a headline that the World Health Organization 
has called an has called an emergency meeting to talk about anything. It makes me nervous, and I don't care if they're talking about an an animal uh, that I love, like a monkey. Right? This makes me nervous because we all know what's going on right now, and more and more people are beginning to talk about the power grab by the World Health World World Health. We'll just call it the, the WHO. But see, I don't like calling it that because that's the name of a a very popular, if not iconic, music group. I right? love the, the Who, the band, the Who. So that's why I've, I've hated to refer. We'll struggle with the name, the I'm World gonna, Health yeah, Organization, because I can, I just cannot, I cannot put the Who band in the same in the same sentence, or even uh, make it seem as though we're talking about the same here. Um, with there's more and more, by the way. Um, media outlets beginning to talk about and, and individuals and Americans beginning to raise the alarm about what is supposed to happen in about a couple of days. Right now, we have the world people collected in Davos, not Geneva yet, but in Davos at the World Economic Forum. And uh, so uh, right now in, in, in advance of the meeting that's going to take na- take place next week in which it will be voted on. The U.S. amendments that the Biden administration snuck out and snuck over there to hand our sovereignty over to there. So there are reported uh, 100 cases of this monkeypox in Europe. Here's the deal on what monkeypox is, according to Yahoo News. Um, This is a disease that is a viral infection more common to West and Central Africa. Uh, the emergency meeting is because there's a uh, hundred cases have been confirmed or suspected in Europe. And that right there is a problem for me. Why are we talking about why? Why is there an emergency meeting of a governing board run by a communist being held over when we have how many billions of, of citizens around the world involving a disease that has almost never affected any human beings in any di- in, in any way involving mortality and now, and in particular, when 100 cases is, is nothing, it's infinitesimal regards to the world's population. And then we don't even know what percentage of these are suspected, suspected cases. How are they suspected? If, if, the, if this is, is a viral infection that is so, it, it's so difficult to detect, then how is this worthy of an emergency meeting? Because, the, because we see what this is about, right? We know that we're going into the midterm elections. So we know that the World Health Organization and the globalists around the world who all got all their same talking points together in regards to COVID are now looking at this and um, the potential of the bird flu as an excuse. And yeah, I'm going to go ahead and connect those dots because we now have a blueprint that we saw that took place with coronavirus to, to, to be too much of, of a blueprint to be naive at this point. There should be no naivete at this point when it comes to the, quote, world leaders, all the globalists, the same people behind this World Health Health Organization, Bill Gates and the globalists and the communists. We know exactly what's coming next. Right. I mean, those are the same people that were at play over the communist crackdowns over COVID. The same people that go over to this World Economic Forum. It's the same players. It's the same playbook. And we need to be tamping this down now. Look, they're already ramping up at 100 cases. We need to be ramping up our resistance. We need to be on the phone with every elected official, and we need to be hammering everybody running for office. At the next hour at 7 p.m., I'm going to have uh, Dr. Cordy Lee Williams who's going to be here. He's running for Congress here in the state of California, and I'm going to be grilling him on it. Yeah, you know why we should speak up now, Andrea? Because before you know it, the words are going to come out, hey, 14 days to flatten the curve. Right. 
Because this monkeypox is supposed to be an, an offshoot of smallpox, which we are all vaccinated for as children. And we're all supposed to be uh, that that, uh, you know, I don't know my history. I'm not an infectious disease expert, but there was a reason why that needed to be eradicated because it can be deadly. Monkeypox has not been. And what I'm questioning right now is why are they not? Why is anybody leaving Western or Central Africa, wherever there reportedly was this outbreak? Shut down travel from there. Instead, what they're going to do is allow this to grow and then expect and then we're going to see the, the move to control the movements of healthy people. If this is such an emergency, shouldn't Biden have come out today and say, hey, just as a precaution, you know, let's not panic. But temporarily, let's just shut down travel to Africa for the moment or from Africa. Yeah, exactly. Why should anybody from Western or Central Africa, wherever this is originating from, uh, if this is in uh, right now, it's in nine countries, Belgium, France, Germany, Italy, the Netherlands, Portugal, Spain, Sweden, and the United Kingdom, as well as the United States, Canada and Australia. I think we've got one case here. Uh, a hospital in Israel was treating a man in his 30s who was displaying sim- symptoms consistent with the disease after recently arriving from Western Europe. Uh, This disease first identified in monkeys typically spreads through close contact and is rarely spread outside of Africa. So this series of cases has triggered concern. Uh, Well, how exactly is it spread? How exactly? If this is so difficult to transmit, then then give us then give us the uh, the details on how it's transmitted. In every report that I've seen on some of the legacy media, Andrea, that's not talked about. Of course not. Right. One of the things that we didn't know for years over HIV was exactly how it was transmitted, right? You need to know if you're if you're going to start having the World Health Organization who's already put in place a plan to have complete control even over a suspected outbreak, not even based upon an actual pandemic that they have the right to, to then come in and t- take over entire nations and, and take over their, their economies, their industries, their businesses and the lives of the citizens. We need to be take, we, we need to be looking at this and going, you know what? If they're calling an emergency meeting over 100 cases, we need to be rising up now as a nation and saying, oh, no, you're not going to be doing this to us here. And we want to know the details of how it spread. None of this. No more of this vague crap. It was all about the vague with COVID. They use the excuse that we don't know how bad we we don't know how this gets spread. So therefore, 20 million people might die. So everybody's got to go back into their homes. And that's going to be the play again. I demand specifics. I want to know how this was spread. Outside of Western Europe for the first time. Who was it? Who? How did this? If this is if this is a disease that rarely gets spread, rarely leaves. How did it get to these Western countries? How did this suddenly become an outbreak? And how was it spread human to human? They never they never did. Actually, they're still trying to be vague with us about covid because the more vague that they can believe they can be, the more that they can get controls over on you. Right. We need specifics. But we also need to be speaking up right now and saying never again in this country. Never again will we have healthy people quarantined in their homes, have the U.S. government shutting down a business, U.S. government uh, telling kids uh, what what schools they can go to and when they can go there and whether or not they got to have a mask over their faces. All of the controls that took place, we need to be saying never again. And so every everybody running for office needs to be pressed on this and pressed hard. Every elected official of ours needs to be contacted. And Daryl Issa, I have not seen a statement from you. Your press office has, I'm, I'm on the email list for the press conference. I haven't seen one statement from Daryl Issa on this, not one. Not one. And I haven't even heard, um, you know, the the... 
many in the Republican Party. I mean, I know that I think, you know, real quick, as you're looking for that, Andrea, you we had some of the people that were that were telling, you know, Congressman Biggs, he had heard, hey, it's not that big of a deal. Some of his fellow constituents. This is exactly why it's a big deal. Yeah. You look at what they're already doing. They're ramping up using this monkeypox, and they're going to do the same thing with this H5. Avian bird, bird flu. With the H5N1, where they already have stockpiled vaccines that they already have planned and set aside to distribute in 2022. Yeah, it's marked 2022. Yeah, and we already we already had a report. I think it was uh, one state or the U.S. government has already ordered 13 million uh, doses of monkeypox vaccine. Why would they do that in advance of any outbreak? Why, why did they do that if this was not a part of some overall scheme to um, continue to use, to keep us in a pandemic state, continuing to use public health as an excuse for controls? We do have two senators. Sorry, I'm hitting my microphone with my... It's Friday night, y'all. Nice to the mic. It's Friday night. Give me, give me a break. It's been a long week. Okay, um, this according to um, Fox News. Got to give them credit for this report. Two Republican senators are calling... Two? We got 50 senators... Two Republican senators are calling on President Biden to remove the United States from the World Health Organization over the agency's abysmal lack of competence. That's not the reason. Because a lack of competence. No, it's about sovereignty. It's about control. It's about the United States government, which is supposed to be of the people, by the people, for the people, that that government continue to be of the people, by the people and for the people. Not a government by Tedros, the communist. Which is what's coming. Which is what's coming. So, you know, we, we, we only have two Republican senators speaking up and their argument is that the World Health Organization isn't competent. All they got to do then is say, well, yeah, we'll do better. We'll do better with it with, you know, we we were we didn't do great with our with what we said early on on COVID because we just didn't really know that. that did that not just give them an argument to make the World Health Organization? No, oh, hey, look, you know, monkeypox, this avian bird flu. Yeah, we're going to step it up. Yeah, Senators Steve Daines and Tom Cotton, who I think is incredibly overrated, sent a letter exclusively reviewed by Fox Digital to Biden on Friday stating that um, they must leave the corrupt and inept organization due to the agency's failures, not because of the agency's failures. They're not even making a sovereignty argument here. They're basically just saying that the World Health Organization has demonstrated an abysmal lack of confidence, competence throughout the COVID-19 pandemic, which has destroyed the organization's credibility and undermined the public's confidence. And I never had competent confidence in the World Health Organization and George W. Bush, who I have not been able to stand since probably his first two years in office because it was obvious to see. That he what he had been a far left Democrat running under the phony guise of conservatism. His compassionate conservatism did what in 2005 led him to hand over our health sovereignty at that point to, to at least to a degree to the World Health Organization in 2005. And what this would do is solidify it. So no, Tom Cotton. I never had any confidence in the World Health Organization. This is not a confidence issue is an issue of sovereignty. This is a nominee for for stink of the week. Easily. Everything going on with our government right now, perpetuating what has begun. This is just if this if you don't realize we have a uniparty system at this point, nothing will. Nothing will. We're going to take a break. We come back. Speaking of the uniparty system, what's the real deal going on in this trial? Everybody's saying today, oh, 
Hillary got fingered in the Sussman trial. Did she really? Or did we really see Jim's, Jim, Jim, Jim Comey get fingered in this trial today as part of continued covering for Hillary Clinton? Does it sound confusing? Well, stay tuned because I'll just simplify it all for y'all. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Andrea K. Telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show, 888-344-1170. Before the break, we were talking about all the breaking news, the hype, the hysteria over the monkey pox. Uh, and, and one of the things I was saying that just really um, makes my hinky, meet, hinky meter go off is the uh, lack of, of um, specifics in terms of, of why are the officials not telling us exactly how it spreads? They must know this. Well, you found the answer real quick, didn't you, Skins? Uh, there's an article. People can read it for themselves. The San Diego UT. Uh, it says in Nigeria, they report about 3000 monkeypox cases a year, according to who and not the band. And outbreaks are usually in the rural areas where people have close contact with infected rats and squirrels. So this should not be cause for a World Health Organization emergency meeting. Not from what I'm reading. All right. 888-344-1170. During the break, we were also talking about our favorite type of monkey. And, and well, they're not all monkeys, right? I, mine is the gorilla. And you like the, I like the chimpanzees. I think they have the most animated faces and they are so lovable. I love them. Now I want to go to the zoo this weekend and see my gorilla. I just think I love gorillas. I think they're majestic and just they just look so sweet, even though I know they're not. They're wild animals. So now I got a hankering to go to the zoo this weekend and see some gorillas. OK, um, if you want to share your favorite zoo animal, 888-344-1170. We're kind of in a silly mood this, this Friday night. Long week. It has been a long week, but it's time to get serious. Okay. So I already shared with you, I think it was yesterday, that I'm suspicious over the real motivations behind this Durham investigation because of the way this trial is going down is just, it just, it's, it, it makes my hinky meter go off because when you look at the fact that um, Durham himself, just to recap, Durham himself did could have asked for a change of venue and didn't, knowing that this was a town that's over 90% Democrat, knowing that ju- that jurors were not only going to be Hillary voters and, and Joe Biden voters, but we're talking about activists. We're talking about people who worked on campaigns. We're talking about people that put money out there on and actually wrote checks from their own pocketbooks to these campaigns, which should be an auto- automatic disqualifier. On top of the fact that the judge is, it was an Obama appointee. I mean, there's just been nothing about this trial that reeked of legitimate attempt at, to provide justice. Durham's own track record with the only other person uh, who had been prosecuted was Kleinsmith, who falsified documents to the FISA court, got probation and even got to keep his law license. There's just nothing about this that just has reeked of of an honest attempt to hold anybody accountable, but let's just pacify the Trump voters out there, pacify America, make people think that there's an actual attempt at justice here. And so when, um, and then on top of the fact, I, I think I said yesterday that this whole thing about Jim Baker, James Baker saying that, oh, you know, I've got a text message from Sussman. He did lie because he, he sent me a text message telling me that he didn't represent Hillary Clinton or any other client. And Sussman's defense is everybody in this town knew exactly who I represented. And I think, you know what? That's when the light bulb went off for me 
that this is a show trial that you know what who in dc didn't know who was a part of the hillary clinton campaign and the dnc because it's all the same suspects who have all been a part of obama's world all been a part of hillary and bill and that's when it dawned on me about how phony this might be so then today we get breaking news though that's got my attention that hillary clinton's name's been brought up in court that she's been busted for having been given the having given the direction or being an agreement to have this phony charge of trump having this server connected with the alpha bank that she was the one that was that was on board with this and everybody thought here we have the smoking gun i know it's complicated so let me play this clip six for you guys and help you kind of figure out where i'm going here so to give everyone a little bit of a backstory uh, on this story, because it is complicated, there are a lot of twists and turns. Hillary Clinton had a campaign attorney named Michael Sussman. He is on trial right now behind me in federal court because in 2016, September 2016, he went to his friend who happened to be the general counsel at the FBI, a man named James Baker. And Sussman said, James, I ha- or Jim rather, I have some information linking the Trump organization to a Russian-based bank via a back channel, via a computer server. James Baker took the information at the FBI. The FBI investigated. They found out there was nothing to it, Kaylee, as you mentioned. Hillary Clinton's team at the campaign also found out about that information. And we are learning today via Robbie Mook, the campaign manager. She personally was briefed on this allegation about the uh, Russian bank and Trump organization. And she said, "Okay, go ahead, give it to the media. Was that really breaking news that Hillary has been fingered as a bad guy here? Listen, think about the details here. Think about how this was couched. And maybe because I think I'm the only one in conservative media that that's actually not going, oh, yes, Sussman's, Sussman lied. He's going to go down. Hillary Clinton's going to go down. And I'm like, why are y'all acting like this is really a legit trial here? Think about the wording here just in this story, because this and this and that audio clip represents pretty much all the main outlets today and how this and how this is is going down. Uh, this guy Sussman goes to his quote friend Jim, not James Baker, but his friend Jim. So you mean to tell me that if one of my friends that I've known for twenty years comes and tells me she's got that she's got information as a friend who's got my phone number and can text me, I don't know where my friend works. Really? Come on now. That w- don't in- don't insult my intelligence and make me think that this has not been a- this is not all um, the FBI, the Department of Justice, the Obama administration all going into 2016 with a plan to try to stop Trump from being elected with an October surprise. And now when the when um, the goods finally came out over years and what really went on, they had to find a way to try to present that there has been accountability during the Trump administration, that Bill Barr put this guy Durham, an honest straight shooter, on the case, and there's going to be some accountability. Why would Michael Sussman, an attorney, send a text message to Jim Baker telling him that I'm coming by myself as a concerned citizen, if not to set the stage 
for somebody to be a scapegoat. And you can call me a conspiracy theorist all day long, but it, but is this not a bit too too? And the other report coming out of the trial today was all this information in the defense that had to do with the FBI. There's no way Hillary Clinton would have gone to the FBI. Of course she didn't know because it was the FBI head by, headed up by Jim's, James Comey who derailed her campaign. And but for Jim Comey, she would have been president. You see the game being played? This is a cover for Hillary Clinton. This is a cover for the fact that Hillary Clinton with the DNC colluded with the FBI during the Obama administration in late summer of 2016. Because who was also a part of this? Who took that thumb drive from James Baker? Peter Strzok. You remember the name of Peter Strzok as part of Crossfire Hurricane? Well, this was a part of Crossfire Hurricane. And what does James Comey, what does he actually have to do with this? There is evidence that Hillary Clinton cooked all this up with uh, Clapper and Brennan, with Obama on the heels of Jim Comey coming out. He did not derail the Hillary Clinton when he came out in July of 2016 and gave his press conference. He provided cover for Hillary Clinton by saying, yes, she did things that were inappropriate with her servers, but because she didn't have any intent, no prosecutor would prosecute her. That was him paving the way for her. That was him covering up her crimes. So I'm sorry if I'm not. I hate to burst everybody's bubble that this is somehow an actual uh, investigation meant to hold people accountable, but it's not, in my opinion. In fact, they've got a court now documenting that Hillary Clinton didn't. Basically today, the real story, the real lead should be that the Sussman trial, part of the Durham investigation, clears Hillary Clinton from any wrongdoing related to this collusion and this corruption and the attempt to overturn an election by putting forth and manufacturing a hoax. So that's that's my take on that. All right. Speaking of takes, we're going to take a little break. When we come back. Bob Walters will be here with his take on what's happening this week in education. So you're going to want to stay tuned for that. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170. The answer. Andrea K. Bringing the world a much needed reality check. You're listening to the Andrea K. Show on the answer. San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Glad to have you guys here with me. Friday means Bob Walters. What would a Friday be without my buddy Bob? Especially since lately he's been sharing more good news with us, I think, than ever before, which just goes to show that awareness is happening. Parents are speaking up and beginning to route out the cancer that has been going on in our schools. Always good to have you with me here, my dear friend, Bob Walters. Good to be here. What you got this week? Well, uh, the Texas governor, Greg Abbott, calls this past week for school choice for every child with the money to follow the child per the parent's choice. $14,000 a year for each child, just like we're trying to do with our initiative here, which you yet to find out if it actually is going to get on the ballot. But he's actually making that law in the state of Texas. Wow. Wow. Congratulations, Texas. Congratulations yeah. to... Uh, the minority voters down there who may be not even realizing how great this is for them today because so because yeah. the left doesn't support school choice. So hat tip to, to Abbott. That's great. Then you got Jim Rice. He's president of the Texas School Board Association, was fired by Fort Bend voters for his support of critical race theory. So <laughs> oh. they, 
the voters really are standing up, not just the governor, but taking action on their own for these people that are still waving the CRT flag. Yeah, and it's interesting because you said Fort Bend. That's Fort Bend, Indiana, right? Yes. That's mm-hmm. where Mayor Buttigieg, wasn't Pete Buttigieg mayor of Fort Bend? So that, you know, um, and I think he was actually even the first uh gay mayor of Fort Bend. So my point being, that's not exactly a far right community there. And yet they have taken a stand against CRT. So that's amazing news. It is good. A federal court ruled this week that a Kansas teacher is able to communicate with parents of her transgender kids in her classroom using their preferred name, um, but in line with her Christian beliefs. Until now, teachers were forbidden to talk to parents of their transgender students. So it's a good good movement in the, in the state of Kansas coming over. Well, I want to make sure I understand. So we've got a Christian teacher yes. who um, is basically being allowed to, uh, is, is not going to be forced to use some pronoun that some parent's trying to force this teacher to use. Do I understand correctly? Correct. She can use the ones, either their choice or her choice. Fantastic. That's awesome. That's the way it should be. That's and absolutely, talk, and she can talk to their parents. Which right now, that teachers are forbidden to tell the parents anything about the transgender kid. That's awesome. That's great news. Yeah, it is. Now I got something else that I'm not. I'm not sure if it's good news or bad news. I I've really been stymied by it. The state board of education in California is set to approve 635 million dollars in grants this year to selected schools in 192 districts. This amount varies depending if it's a charter school, public school, in the low-performing neighborhoods, or schools that delinquent, that, that specialize in handling delinquent and expelled and failing kids, in other words, reform schools. Newsom is proposing to add an additional $3 billion mm. in funding for the, to make it a seven-year program to convert hundreds of schools into what they call full-service, parent-focused community schools. I never heard this word community schools before until now, but get ready. These schools will design their own curriculum and address students' academic, cognitive, physical, mental, and social-emotional needs. Ooh. The aim is to eliminate the racial gap. Uh, yeah, you got it. The uh, four pillars exist to reach these goals. Integrate student supports, family and community engagement, because the family has to be involved in the kids' education. Collaborative leadership and practices for educators and administrators and extending learning time as much as 10 hours a day versus the normal eight, eight, seven to eight hours. It is thought that this new program will enable healthy development and address learning barriers, address them, and students, families, staff, and community members must have genuine engagement in the decision-making process about school choice, school climate, Curriculum and services that respect local culture and racial environment. Ooh. Here's the key. For all this money and all this effort to start making a massive change of our schools, call them community schools, the county school boards have the final say in their county for such schools. So it's important that you be, the voters be very careful mm-hmm. about selecting to the uh, education boards in their county, like yeah. we've got here in this county in Orange County. Yeah, because they have to approve any conversion to community schools of any facility. And here's what we know: all that language and everything you just read was was intentionally vague. Yeah, 
um, with, um, you know, language that doesn't make it in any way remotely clear as to what they're going to be doing and why they um, need 10 hours a day. When if they were if they gave a crap about whether or not anybody was learning anything, they would not be doing what they're doing in the schools right now. They wouldn't have gotten rid of AP classes. They wouldn't be, um, you know, declaring math as racist and they wouldn't be they'd be teaching the three R's equally to everybody, including uh, applying offering AP classes. And they wouldn't be spending all their time trying to transition kids into um, another gender and pushing CRT and pornography all day long. So I don't trust the far left here. They they we already know that they want to use schools as their indoctrination centers. We already know that they want to push out little socialist soldiers for the state. There's nothing good that can come from these community schools. And the word community in and of itself is a problem for me because what is communism about? It's about communal this. And the and and the parental engagement is in my my let me translate what I view that as and what I hear is Parents are going to be forced to go along with whatever the schools want their kids to be involved in. So the schools are going to be pushing their transgenderism and their CRT and their this and that. And they want the parents cooperating in it. Yeah, it's, that's why it's good news or bad news, depending on how this develops. But it was a huge amount of money. Mm-hmm. And it does allow, however, the local county school board to make the final decision in their county. And I think that's what voters need to be really aware of coming up June election. Yes. Absolutely. What else? Okay, college crazies. Already? That's it for the good news? <laughs> oh, well. All right. In college crazies, you got hazing, fighting, and sexual assaults is how Valley Forge Military Academy is devolved into a toxic environment that injures all students in its facility. Located 20 miles north of Philadelphia, it's a private institution that teaches middle school, high school, and junior college students long build itself as a kind of institution that breaks young people down in order to rebuild them and make them better. This was a, a, a male uh, boys' school. Mm-hmm. Uh, once a Providence operation, they charge $38,000 a year. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. It is degenerated into chaos due to poor management. The local police have been called now 300 times in the past four years mm. because it was uh, so chaotic and filled with sexual and and violent activity. Founded in 1928, it basically was all white, but today they added a few years ago girls could join, and they made a special effort to bring in minorities. And the management of the organization, who very, in, starting in 2005, really went downhill. They weren't mm-hmm. very strong. They were so liberal, they allowed things to get away with. They weren't using discipline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it is basically about to collapse as a school. Well, yeah, in some ways it mirrors or that's like a little microcosm of what's going on across this country, you know, where it's like yeah. uh, the mindset that for why, oh, well, we can't have bail. We have to have no bail policy because that's so, you know, unfair to poor people that they have to, you know, you know, be uh, they have to be subject to the same bail policies as everybody else. Right. And. Um, you know, so we've got, uh, you know, and, and because of the poor people, you can go now and, and steal in a store up to a thousand dollars worth of goods and not be prosecuted. So now we've got crime waves and smash and grabs happening all across this country. And so, you know, the, and the, the mindset that nobody's accountable, nobody's responsible for their actions. Um, there's because America is evil. So whatever circumstances you're living in, it's not your fault. And so the, the mindset of, of, 
entitlement uh, and with the flip side of being aggrieved, you know, it's just it sets the stage for anarchy, no discipline. And that's just and, and no right or wrong. And and we're, we're seeing that all across the country. And, I, and it makes me sad that a once respected institution that was supposed to be about teaching discipline. It was supposed to be about um, some rules and yeah. something bigger than yourself and, and teaching good, good life lessons. Uh, has just gone down and it's just it's what I'm shocked too is that people still paying 38 grand a year to send their kids there and that's that's partly the insane part all right Bob stay with us we're going to take a little break we come okay. back we got more with Bob this is the Andrea K show on AM 1170 the answer San Diego You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back. It's the Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. And we're continuing our discussion with Bob Walters on the education system that's happening. So far, some really surprising, shocking news. The last one you told us about this military institution, I have not heard that on any news outlet. So, I haven't either. Yeah. I was surprised when I read it. Uh, okay, then you got college graduates booed a Wyoming senator. It's a very conservative state, but they booed a Wyoming conservative uh, senator giving a commensurate address after she referred to the fact that there were only two sexes. <laughs> GOP Senator Cynthia Loomis found herself on the receiving end of University of Wyoming students' ire when she tried to make the case that government overreach has led legislators to think government is the grantor, not the protector of rights and truths for which she received boos and shouts and jeers. So much for what our kids are learning these days. Yeah. Um, sound like a bunch of spoiled brats that didn't learn a thing. So, yeah, hat tip to you parents how many who paid for that education that resulted in, in a bunch of numbskulls who not, only, who not only don't understand basic science, but um, they clearly were indoctrinated into leftism, and that includes um, um, tacky, disrespectful behavior. To a, to a speaker. That's true. It's sad. All right. Then you got Republican reps Jim Jordan and Mike Johnson say they have evidence that the FBI has targeted parents who protested school COVID policies despite assurances from Attorney General Merrick Garland that that would not happen. One investigation involved a member of Moms for Liberty, which is a strong women's group organization, based solely on a tip from a liberal activist who said this group was racist and violent, which it is neither. But they went in through a full FBI investigation based on that wild rumor coming in from a leftist. Yeah, I mean, all they all somebody has to do is throw out that R word, and you know they get to, under the phony guys under the lie that white supremacy is the greatest threat that this nation is facing. That's the excuse that they've got to target parents who dare to go and speak up at school board meetings. And and uh, they've denied that they're targeting parents, um, but thank you for reporting on the truth. Well, you got a Nevada school board temporarily cut off a mother for speaking as she read a pornographic assignment that was given to her 15-year-old daughter to recite in class. The board said they took the action, says it was just too obscene and had <laughs> profanity in it. <laughs> Let that sink in, Bob. To read it in right. front of the rest of the class. Right. Okay. It's too it's too obscene for these school board me- or these city council or school board members, whoever they were, to hear it. But it's okay for the teenagers. Yeah, it's just pathetic. It's insane. It's insane. Yeah. 
Well, then you got a boy who was verbally assaulted and tripped at an Arlington public school yesterday when he refused to participate in a pro-abortion walkout from the classrooms. The school is yet to assume, uh, assure his parents that they will make sure that he, he will be safe when he returns. Wow. That's, that's so, how radical this is becoming. Yeah. Um, first of all, why was the school having anything related to abortion uh, as a part of their school day? Yeah. And and some kid is punished because he doesn't want to go along with the kill the unborn uh, and preborn children crowd. The, that kid was assaulted if he was tripped and forced to fall. He was assaulted. I agree. And then they won't give assurance to the parents that they'll no. protect him when he returns. Which, yeah. which basically the school saying that they endorse an assault on a kid because of his beliefs. That's true. Those parents need to sue. Well, then you got American Bar Association has joined the woke culture and will no longer require any admission test to get into a law school. <gasps> what? <laughs> We've got enough dumb lawyers as it is, but now they... They're removing all the tests needed to get into law school, which you typically had to pass. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, good grief. Oh, my gosh. That is like the crazy one of the craziest stories I think you've ever brought to us, because you think about the implications. There's a reason why people have to take the LSAT and show an ability to have analytical reasoning and the ability to think. Before they go into law school. Oh, my gosh. I know. And it was made because they thought it would, you know, help minorities uh, and less educated kids get into the law school. Well, we don't really need less educated kids becoming lawyers. No. And what this the purpose of this is to be able to flood the law schools with future communists as yeah. a part of the Department of Justice. That's what this is about. And, and our, because lawyers are officers of the court. A lot of people don't understand that. This is their way of flooding our system with communists. Wow, it is just pathetic. Then you got schools in Evanston, Illinois, are teaching preschoolers to break the gender binary establishment brought on by white colonizers and to celebrate the transgender flag and change the pronouns when talking to each other in the classroom. This is preschoolers? Preschool, yes. Little kids, four to five years old. <laughs> wow. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's just pathetic. It is. I mean, pretty soon, I mean, preschoolers now. Pretty soon it's going to be, as, as a parent, your pediatrician's going to force you to sit there and, you know, in your uh, doctor's appointments, uh, forcing your, your unborn child to listen to messages, you know, through the womb. I know. <laughs> okay. My final big point is review the new pending laws. Maybe you can list them on your, on your webpage or something. Uh, I can give you a brief rundown on them, but it really, for people to get involved and write their assemblymen and senators, they, they need to be able to, to read a little more on it. You have uh, AB 1705 would attack merit in evaluating college interest. You know what? You know what I think I'm going to do? I'm going to have Bob hold over. We're going to quickly go to that at the beginning of the next break, uh, next segment. And then we've got Cordy Lee Williams, who's going to be here with his run for uh, office. So y'all stay with us. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.